0: Captain,
1: traumatize my captain.
0: <laughs> cool accent this time. Thanks.
1: That was uh It was a cross between actual Captain Crunch and the general car insurance dude.
0: I love it. For great My name is Rachel FJ. I'm your co-host.
1: Me llamo Richie FJ. And I'm your other co-host.
0: Other co-host. That's the nice thing about co-hosting. It's funny how the dogs were silent until we started talking, and she's not a part of the conversation. And now she just is devastated over there. Yeah. Miss Lady. Miss Lady. Uh, This is episode number five.
1: Mambo number five. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of (laughs) crazy.
0: So far, all of our episodes have been produced, recorded, everything all by us. And they've all gone out on time. Yeah. This one might be different. (laughs) It's supposed to drop in about 12 hours. Sam Miller always says you should have episodes in the bank. Nate Jackson says you should have like 20 episodes before you even put anything online. Me? Yeah. I I got through college turning in stuff at 11.59. Nice. There's no difference here. There's no difference here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Because life is overwhelming.
1: Yeah. Life be lifing.
0: It's. I'm. Uh, I'm definitely feeling it. I am feeling it, Mr. Krabs. There it is. It's been a. Uh, it's been a week.
1: It's crazy how pop culture has conditioned us to just make references whenever certain combinations of words show up.
0: Yeah, I'm feeling it, Mr. Krabs. hmm That's a big one. Yeah. And other things. The table. <laughs> the table.
1: It's broken.
0: Oh no! <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, Anytime
1: the number five comes up, I, I on just the did that. Five?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Do you have a good thing? Oh, good thing! I'm gonna light a candle. That feels like the right thing to do right now. Sorry, ADHD. Go ahead. What's your good thing?
1: Good thing. Um. I think. Uh. I think. Pretty sure. That. Tori and I's relationship is inching closer and closer to, like, classic dad-daughter shit. Yeah. Like, the other day when I picked her up from, or no, it was yesterday. I noticed she was very, very talkative. And my first thought was like, oh, my gosh, this kid just won't stop talking. But then the next thought was like, oh, she feels comfortable not stopping talking to me. So that's (laughs) not a bad thing. (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
0: that's a great thing. Yeah, it's a it's a blessing and a curse.
1: Yeah, I was like I first I was can we just listen to this song please? And then <laughs> next I was like oh yeah well she doesn't necessarily like this song so and she has stuff to say yeah which is cool.
0: You should uh, try to listen to a podcast with her in the car. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> <It's a> nightmare. <laughs> um, I agree though. I I feel like I'm noticing that from the outside looking in too. It seems like a lot more agreeable stable safe not that it was ever unsafe or unstable but it just right. is like there's trust being built
1: yeah there's a there's a difference between <clears throat> being safe and having the kid believe that yeah just like just like with grown up stuff like the reality can be what it is but your brain can still make you think that it's not the case
0: yeah 100% so. Hundred percent.
1: What's your good thing, babe?
0: My good thing. We picked out our Christmas tree this morning. It's that true. We lovely. did. It was. Um, I I wasn't ready for that, just because I had a late night, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I'm. I was. I wanted to sleep in. To yeah. be honest, I wanted to sleep in. Um, but my aunt is wonderful. She had mimosas ready for us. Uh, for me <laughs> and biscuits and gravy and we ate breakfast and we went and we picked out our Christmas tree and we came home and I laid on the bed for an hour. It was yeah. delightful. Um, other good thing, I've, I'm i going to run a good shows. So that's delightful. Uh, Thursday we got to open for Nate's October or November <laughs> crowd work joint, um, which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. The crowd was amazing. Yeah. It was. I, I feel like I had one of the best sets I've had in a long time. And he was watching, which was t- amazing.
1: Yeah. Um, he didn't see my set, but I feel the same way about mine. Uh, <laughs> um, like, before I even said anything, it felt like they were on board with me or whatever, wherever I was going to lead them. So.
0: Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And last night I did uh, Safe Word in Seattle, which was super fun. Uh, and I just lay, <laughs> I watched the video back from... Last night, and I was obnoxious. What? I was, I was so obnoxious. Bobby was, uh, so if you don't know, Safe Word is a comedy show produced by Bobby Higley. Amazing, incredible show where they take different kinks and they like put it, they like apply it to stand up comedy. So, like, you have to perform in a puppy mask or you have to perform while we're putting ice cubes on you or drawing on you or giving you a massage. Uh, and last night, I got uh, shocked, <laughs> shocked in taste. Mm. Um, so, I had a shot collar on and a vibrator that um, I had to, like, a little massager thing that I had to, like, hang on to while I was performing. And I did not handle it well. oh <laughs> Like, I feel like my set was still fun. I still had fun. Uh, but I was, I was shrieky. And I was lashing out at the audience. <laughs> now, mm-hmm. probably, everyone <clears throat> was having a good time. It wasn't, like, a meltdown moment, but. I went back and watched the video, and I was like, oh, this is never seeing the light of day.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and then tonight I have a show at the Marysville Opera House, so we'll see if that's good. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Do you want to plug shows? You got anything to plug? Um, We got the Laughing Elk. You're yeah, the Laughing there. Elk
1: is uh, uh this Wednesday, November
0: 9th. 8th nice. ninth, 9th? 8th or 9th. It's conference day, so I will be... It's the 8th then. ...rolling up at the very last second.
1: Yeah, November 8th, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Get your tickets on the... Uh, well, I guess we can post it, but it's on the... Uh, they're on the McMenamin's website, right? Yep,
0: search for the Laughing Elk. Yeah. Find the Laughing Elk on Instagram. Click the link in our bio.
1: Mm-hmm. There's
0: probably a link in our bio. <laughs> you can probably click it. Yeah,
1: I can <laughs> make sure that after we... Wrap this up, but
0: delightful. What else? What else you got?
1: Um, then just the dope show on November 18th.
0: Sweet. I'm doing that too. I'm doing two dope shows in one day, yeah, on November 18th, and that is going to be uh, uh, that's gonna be a fun day. (laughs) It's gonna Mm -hmm. be a fun day for me.
1: Um, yeah, uh, it's the the one that we're both on is in Bremerton at the Roxy Theater.
0: Yes, very fun venue.
1: Then the one that I will be. DDing for to and from, our away from Tacoma to Bremerton. Yeah. We'll be at Tacoma Tacoma. Comedy Club downtown.
0: Their afternoon show. So I'll do that. And then I'm going to skadoodle to Bremerton with you and it's going to be delightful.
1: Yeah. So all my Kitsap County folks, you can come see us there.
0: If you're in uh, Bremerton, not Bremerton, Bellingham, tomorrow, November Fourth, if this episode gets out on time, (laughs) I'll be hosting at the Aslan Depot, so that's cool. That's a fun one. Um, I'm doing Leave Your Troubles on November 15th at Comedy Bar in Seattle, Capitol Hill. Very fun. Um, Then the next day, I'm back on Capitol Hill doing Shades of Funny at uh, Olmstead, so that should be fun. Then I've got that Day of Dope Shows, and then on the 19th, I'm roasting Tony Peters, and I'm going to make him cry.
1: Nice. You gonna talk about his (laughs) teeth?
0: Yes, yes, I am. Cool. Um, yeah. So that's what's that's what's cooking up. That's what's coming up. I'm on a I'm on a long run right now of of not taking any days off, and I'm feeling it.
1: Yeah. 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 I'm on the other side. Yeah. (laughs) Just parenting.
0: Yeah, which is also no days off. Yeah. Um. Um this episode what did we decide we wanted to talk
1: about? Trauma responses.
0: Trauma. Trauma. <laughs> um yeah, trauma responses.
1: I uh I looked up some common ones.
0: Oh good. Do we do we want to like define what a trauma response is?
1: Sure.
0: Okay. A trauma response according to google.com is um initial reactions Oh wait, no, that's not it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, matches, so, please hold. This is holding music. A trauma response is a long-term reaction, unpredictable emotions, flashbacks, blah blah blah, after experiencing a traumatic event. Yeah.
1: And um <laughs> from the ptsd.va.gov. The Lovely. National Center for PTSD. This is from their website. Uh, common reactions after trauma. Bum, bum, bum. Common. Uh, so, common reactions to trauma are losing hope for the future, mm-hmm. feeling distant, detached, or losing a sense of concern about others, mm-hmm. being unable to concentrate or make decisions <laughs> that might have been pre existing for. For us,
0: was <laughs> so that you're just? I feel like my is this is my personality type. Are you mm-hmm. sure on the right website? <laughs>
1: um, feeling jumpy and getting startled easily at sudden noises. Mm-hmm. Feeling on guard and alert all the time. Mm-hmm. Having dreams and memories that upset you. Having problems at work or school. Avoiding people, places, and things related to the event.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, if that was like a checklist, I'm checking almost all of them. Yeah. And that's that's a tricky thing. Trauma responses can be very unpredictable too. Like people think when when it's like a trauma response that it's like immediately after the trauma happens, but they can endure for for years, for lifetimes after. Mm-hmm. Like it it like can permanently change the way your brain responds to stimuli.
1: Yeah. Um speaking of, uh I think with uh with our history of miscarriages yeah. I say R loosely because I'm not, like, you're the one who actually physically went through them, but... We like, did it together. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I get hemorrhoids in my butthole, that's the same thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, I am very jaded to babies and infants now. Yeah. Like, whenever people, like, post their cute baby pictures at the pumpkin patch or... Today we there was a bunch of little infants and and toddlers waddling around because they haven't learned how to walk good yet. Like normally that elicits a like oh response, but it's like goddamn kids. That's what my brain does now.
0: Yeah, that's kind of what my brain did. It's interesting the difference in the trauma response with that because I had that response immediately after, mm -hmm. like when we were going through it. Um, I had that response. And as the years have gone on, it's diminished. It's almost gone. Like, I almost never think that or feel that anymore. But I had a lot of, like, happy for you, sad for me, like, bitterness, crankiness. And it feels like you're getting, like, a delayed, like, it's hitting you differently.
1: Well, I mean, the, the jaded to baby thing, like, that's, that was almost instant and just everlasting till now like i just yeah but like the the sadness accompanying it i think that is fairly newish um
0: yeah
1: like i don't know it's kind of like an apathy mixed with i guess apathy means you're not feeling anything but like, it goes back and forth between apathy and just bummed out. Yeah. Like not... I don't know.
0: Well, and it's hard, too, because it's... Most people can have a child. Most people can have children. And so we get to watch all, everyone we love, all our friends right now. They're in that that stage of life, right? Where they're having beautiful babies. They're starting their family. They're doing all these wonderful, amazing things. And we get to watch it and see how amazing and happy it is. And, and like, it it can feel like we have lost hope for the future of, like, that... Won't be, won't be us. Like, Mm -hmm. will we ever get to experience that? Which is like, it's a given for a lot of people, but for us, it's like a, I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that sucks. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And like, there are steps I can take to, um, be more proactive if it's something I really wanted, but it is like re-traumatizing to go through like the, the medical appointments and the, the shots and. Medication and all that stuff that goes along with um, getting treatment. Yeah. Let alone the cost. The cost is outrageous. That too. <coughs> so.
1: And then, like, y- even if you think about the the natural, quote-unquote, route of, like, like, make sure your body's primed or whatever to, yeah. to have a, a healthy baby environment, like, that's not guaranteed either, so.
0: Exactly. And, like... You, it, it's not necessarily going to fix anything if there's something else wrong. You know, it's like the yeah. hard part for us is we don't know what the problem is. It's unexplained, and so there's not like, I I don't feel like there's anything I can do to change it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which maybe that's a trauma response, but I feel I feel like, and maybe it's like protecting myself. Like I just have to believe that like it is what it is. You know. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So that's losing hope for the future. what's next (laughs) feeling distant detached or losing a sense of concern about others i don't think i think my concern for others i don't think that's gone away for me but
0: Mm, weren't you just like fuck them kids (laughs) i mean about yeah no, no no i hear you it was a joke
1: this is a serious podcast, okay?
0: I made a joke. I'm sorry.
1: Don't make jokes on this podcast. Sorry.
0: Don't be serious. I was, um,
1: I was kidding, because that's a, obviously not true.
0: Yeah. Anyway, I definitely feel that like distancing myself is something that um, I kind of naturally do when I experience trauma. I like want to go like hide, um, and then I get on stage and I tell everybody I meet for the next couple of years.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, in the what is it lack of compassion for others or lack of concern care? concern um i feel like i get that in small chunks like and it's like a knee jerk reaction where i'm like Ugh, and then i i like use my logical brain and and can get away from that but there i mean when you when you've been beaten down by life it, it is very easy to um kind of like see other people going through things that you don't see as um, intense or as hard as what you're going through, and to be like, are you really complaining about that right now? Yeah. Really? Really? That's what you're complaining about? Your wide knuckles? Like that's what? That's what you're upset about? <laughs>
1: I don't know. <laughs> wide knuckles.
0: I, don't know, I was just trying to think about like something, <laughs> something <laughs> stupid. Someone would be like, my life is so hard because my knuckles are wide. I can't wear any rings. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that. Where did that come from? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, but um, it 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 can be easy sometimes to play at trauma olympics.
1: Yeah. It's uh I don't know, every everyone's going through their own shit, but yeah. yeah. It's uh I think that's where I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast before, but um sometimes I find myself like with uh with children being louder just being being kids mm-hmm. um, i find myself being much more patient with uh with brown kids than white kids yeah like what are you what are you doing and then with brown kids, like oh there's just a kid yeah running around um
0: interesting
1: and then when they get fussy like what are you you're
0: you have white privilege what do you mean you want food <laughs> yeah. you have yeah. white privilege you don't need a diaper
1: I mean not that but like but also all, all your needs are being met why are you <laughs>
0: <laughs> I had to walk uphill both ways in the race of snow <laughs> to get to school no I feel that yeah I feel that um yeah trauma responses can be tough they can be tough and I have them with like the kid stuff I also have them with Uh, like my sister in the car accident. There was um, quite a long time where I was a nightmare to ride with in the car because all I could think about at any second was the car behind me is going to slam into me and we're going to die or we're going to like hit the car in front of us because we're not going to hit our brakes in time and we're going to, and it's like every second was like.
1: Yeah. You've, uh, I have noticed, um, that's gotten a lot better recently.
0: Yeah. Thanks to Prozac. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks to Prozac. Um, This is an official ad.
1: Like, there was a a while when, like, I would just turn my signal on to change lanes and you'd grab the...
0: (sighs) But it's like my body, my brain was telling me, like, you were in danger. It was completely involved. My heart would start beating really fast. So there was a time where, like, I would have to drive. Because when I was in control and I was driving, I felt safe. And when someone else was driving, I did not feel safe. Even if it's, like, someone who I know has my back. Someone who I know is going to take care of me. Someone who I know would, like take a bullet for me you know mm-hmm. <clears throat> but like trauma responses are not logical yeah
1: i'm only gonna drive dangerous if i'm the only one in the car
0: yeah <laughs> don't do that though please <laughs> give me more trauma yeah <laughs> i see it at school too because I'm, I'm a teacher um and so i see it trauma responses from the kids sometimes like sometimes behavior you see from a child that feels um annoying or feels like unreasonable or it feels like they are just like like being a brat or whatever is related to a trauma. I sound like a therapist right now, but (laughs) it it's about their mom, okay? (laughs) Yeah. But the um we're not doctors, but no, not at all. But I definitely see like trauma responses that are uh, irrational to the naked eye, but understanding context about um the kids you work with and the kids that I I teach in in my community um i can make sense of them more like sometimes uh if it gets noisy there's certain kids that will just like run and hide under a table and i'm like oh you're not in danger like we were just learning got loud for a second yeah (laughs) um or like if if they perceive themselves to be in trouble they like will shut down or um there's it 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 comes in all different forms sometimes uh, it's screaming and yelling
1: Tori does that a lot if she perceives that she's about to be in trouble, then, yeah. like, I'm just trying to talk stuff out with her, and then she just goes silent and stares at me like I'm a freaking wall.
0: Yeah. Um. You are a brick house, though. Hey. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry.
1: You're the one that's stacked.
0: Stacked? Mm-hmm. Copper, you are too fat to be jumping on my lap. If you're watching on YouTube, you just got some good beagle action. The dogs are absolutely going feral over here. Yeah. Y'all are out of control. Um, yeah, those trauma responses, man.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, should we just move through this list, or?
0: Yeah, let's do it. What's next? Okay,
1: uh, being unable to concentrate or make decisions. I have. Uh, you probably get decision fatigue just yeah. from being a teacher. Yeah. Um, I don't. I've gotten that a little bit. Uh, not. Obviously not to the extent that you do, but mm-hmm. like when I have days where it's just me and Tori all day, I get that's sometimes yeah. like, oh, especially it's... she doesn't know what she wants to eat. So I have to make that decision for her yeah. over and over and over again. And then she doesn't like what I want to give her. Yeah. And, um, and then in the mornings when I go to get an outfit for her. She hates it. It's like why am I
0: even
1: <laughs> why am I even up right now? Yeah. I, I could be asleep right now. <laughs>
0: um, why am I doing this? Yeah. Um Yeah. The the decision fatigue and I also feel like you have the um like paralysis of like when there's a lack of structure, which I struggle to. Like summertime summertime I turn into a goblin. <laughs> <laughs> because I have no structure. And so I um I really struggle to like use that executive disf- e- <laughs> executive function to um, decide, like, what tasks am I going to complete today and how much time are they going to take and, like, what is an appropriate amount of work to do in one day. And so I just get paralyzed and I do nothing.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So that's what I do in the summertime. Yeah. that uh,
1: I have spurts and waves of that. Uh, that I thought you <laughs> pulled the mic away to me. Like, what the f- No, Um, (laughs) No.
0: I just (laughs) was going to take a deep breath and I didn't want it to be in
1: there. Yeah, Uh, some of those spurts and waves last longer than others, but yeah, I definitely get that. um, Being unable to concentrate, especially when there are two dogs playing in my line of sight.
0: Yeah, they're being ridiculous right now. Oh my God. I wish you guys could see this. Uh,
1: Too bad you can't.
0: They are... Just idiots. Uh.
1: Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, um, the being able to concentrate is a big one. Yeah, that's hard. And I, I don't know. I can't, I can't say for sure if that's just a trauma response or if it's just been exacerbated by everything we've been through. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't. If I don't have a direction to go in the first place, I kind of can be unable to, to make a first move Yeah. to do anything mm-hmm. anyway, but yeah. Anyway. Next one?
0: Next one. What's next?
1: Feeling on guard and alerts all the time. <laughs>
0: yeah. That was me in the car.
1: <laughs> uh, I feel like when I get overstimulated and overwhelmed, like that panic attack i had yeah. the other night yeah. um that's combination of that and being unable to concentrate or make decisions uh it was like trying to trying to cook dinner like having multiple things going at once and then having the dogs doing what they do mm-hmm. um that's another long story and it's not really a long story it's just dogs being stupid uh
0: waking up the kid
1: yeah so it was um a lot of that. Uh, but yeah, the feeling on garden alert all the time. <sighs> I might need to put them to bed. Um,
0: That's okay, I'll just hold his mouth shut.
1: <laughs> I think that one gets combined with other stuff to make shit just almost unbearable to to deal with and then it, for me, that manifests as me sitting on the couch or yeah. Like, needing to go lay down. <clears throat> um, and then that doesn't help anything because then nothing gets done. And then I feel bad about not getting anything done. And then I have another panic attack.
0: <laughs> yep. It is a vicious cycle. A negative feedback loop. Yeah. I feel that.
1: Um, yeah. And then I, don't know, I think for, for me, that one too, because uh, a lot of the time in my brain as far as parenting goes and I've gotten better at this lately, but, uh, like I'll have the end goal in mind of like the result of parenting and having toward grow up to be a, a well-adjusted adult. Yeah. And that's just not going to happen with every single micro decision that we make.
0: Yeah. You got to take it one day at a time. Yeah. You got to let some days be goblin days.
1: Yeah. Um, because like, <laughs> like having Halloween candy when we get home, even though she had Halloween candy with her lunch, like that's not gonna, that's not gonna make her rob, <laughs> rob a KFC or something, you know.
0: No, she's robbing the candy store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat>
1: I was just making a.
0: Oh, I get it, because my brother robbed a KFC. Yeah. And he went to jail. So don't rob a KFC, or <laughs> you'll go to jail.
1: Well, I mean, yeah. What a... Oh, you're just pushing the button on the camera. Got it. Because we need a We got some... We're, we're still working out kinks.
0: Yeah, Jess, Speaking of Jess, safe and, word. Jess and Sam figured out how to get their camera to go the whole time. Yeah. Jess and Sam. Jess and Sam. Fill me uh, in, brother. Let me know what I'm missing to make my camera record for an hour straight instead of stopping at 29 minutes.
1: Jess and Sam. Sess and jam.
0: Do-da. Do-da. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's all right. Cool. Good talk.
1: <laughs> uh, next one: having dreams and memories that upset you.
0: Hmm. <laughs> Trauma is just a memory that upsets you, right? That's what. That's the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. It's upsetting. Um, I have. I had weird dreams after the miscarriage stuff. Uh, like the the one I remember the most. That was the most vivid after one of my miscarriages. I don't even honestly know which one. Um, I had a dream that I had given birth. I had a baby and it was tiny. It was like tiny, 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 like, like smaller than the palm of my hand. Like it was like a jelly bean sized baby, which makes sense cognitively because of when my miscarriages happened. But in my dream, I had my baby. It was alive. It just was tiny. And I lost it. I couldn't find it because it was so small. Yeah. I lost it like an AirPod.
1: <laughs> and
0: I just was panicking and I was like tearing my house apart and I called my mom in my dream and I was like I lost my baby. I lost my baby. And like not like I had a miscarriage, like I literally lost the little fucker and it, <laughs> it, it it's like the size of a jelly bean. Um and I just remember waking up from that dream like, "Whoa. <laughs> That's a lot."
1: Yeah. Um I've had I think trauma related dreams, but mm-hmm. not With the, my trauma related dreams are mostly alcohol related, yeah. Um, Especially since one time I was drunk and sleepy at the wheel and I crashed my car into a tree. So it's it's yeah, the ones that I can remember are usually related to that, like falling off the wagon or Mm -hmm. just in general like drinking again or alcohol and car related stuff. Like I'll start spinning out. And then I'll wake up all flaily. Yeah. Um.
0: You do this thing before you go to sleep. And it is adorable, but also sometimes it scares me. What? Where you're like laying down and you're like, your eyes will be closed. You'll be like almost asleep. and You just go. "Mm." (laughs) "Mm." You just start humming. And I'm like, ah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I, I notice when I do that and it wakes me up, but. I mostly just want to go right back to sleep so then I'm like half asleep after I just hummed myself awake. Yeah, I, do, so I do that weird. in the car too.
0: It's so weird. Yeah. Anyways, you're a weirdo.
1: Breaking news. I remember one time specifically I was in the passenger seat which is supposed to be like the navigator seat for the driver so you shouldn't fall asleep there but I yeah. did. Uh, my mom was driving so she knew where she was going. It was fine but I like did a whole kick and uh, that thing. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, this is just too embarrassing. I need to stay asleep. <laughs>
0: yeah. i going to pretend that didn't happen. You do. You fall asleep in the car like a baby. Like, yeah. it's infuriating.
1: <laughs> uh, I think, because when I'm not driving, like, I get motion sickness a lot in cars.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, one of the ways to deal with that is just to, sleep through it
0: really there we go it's like my anxiety medication it just knocks me out (laughs) be anxious if you're sleeping (laughs) yeah actually you can actually you can be anxious when you're sleeping
1: yeah that's yeah that's the trauma (laughs) that's the dream we're on right now yep um yeah
0: yeah definitely had some good dreams i've also had dreams like about my sister that like she didn't really die she just like snuck off and she like comes back and we're like what the fuck dude we thought you were dead oh really and then she comes back and she's like ha ha gotcha
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so i've had that one a couple times like different iterations of it
1: what the fuck is in this urn then
0: <laughs> yes i'm like who is on my shelf because i thought <laughs> who knows who knows
1: i it up as just a bunch of like recipes <laughs> I don't know why I, that <laughs> was the first thing that I thought it's of. It's
0: full of sewing supplies. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh. <clears throat> <clears throat> oh, Copper's trying to sing along. Are too. you singing too, buddy? Come here. Are you singing? Uh,
1: the next two are having problems at work or school and avoiding people, places, and things related to the event.
0: Yeah. Mm hmm. Um I I don't necessarily have problems at work or school cuz work is school. Mm-hmm. Um I actually thrive kind of at work in in my times of like chaos and trauma like I love my job so much. I love these stinking kids. They're just the best. Um Literally stinking cuz they are <laughs> they are fifth graders. Yeah. Uh I it just brings me joy. My job brings me so much joy that when I'm in the midst of chaos, um my job has so much structure, which is really good and um it also just like it fills my cup like to hang out with with young people and to to help them learn and um they also found my podcast. That's not why I'm talking about right now, but they, <laughs> they did Google me and find the podcast, so that's Uh-oh. unfortunate. Um but no, it, it when I am going through it, I actually do I feel better when I'm at work. I'm probably less on top of my like tasks I have to do. Like I'm probably not grading things as quickly. I'm probably not replying to emails like I should. Um, But, but being at work in the space with the children um, and my coworkers, like that is helpful for me.
1: Yeah. uh, When I was still working, uh, I would. Copper. Most of the time when I would uh, be having a, a bad day at work. It was... Like, yes, it was because of my brain, like, cycling through uh, just bad thoughts related to the trauma and stuff. But yeah. um, at the core of it, I know I feel a lot better when I take care of my basic biological needs. So, like, I'll eat something like, oh, yeah, I was just angry, But also, like, it was amplified by um by trauma related responses so yeah um so yeah taking care of yourself is like one of the first things to go by the wayside when you're you're dealing with mental health in general but also when it relates to trauma responses cuz i found that they are very much linked
0: yes <laughs> um definitely
1: so yeah if if you ever see me dipping into that a little bit like well, i thought this was a, a trauma podcast not a mental health podcast like they're very it's literally very
0: like, it's the same thing yeah <laughs> it's the same picture so um <sighs>
1: yeah and then the last one avoiding places events or yeah,
0: avoiding nouns
1: avoiding nouns related <laughs> to the event which is also a noun yeah um yeah
0: yeah, I haven't gone back to the street mm-hmm. where my sister's accident was. Um, every time I drive past the hospital where my mom died, I'm like, ooh, get yeah. a little yucky feeling in my tummy. Um, the uh, doctor's offices I went to, the emergency rooms I went to when I was having my miscarriages, when I was getting fertility treatment, all of those things, um, I avoid. So I feel that.
1: Yeah. Um Yeah. There's some physical experiences, uh, like upset stomach, Mm -hmm. trouble sleeping, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: pounding heart, rapid breathing, feeling shaky, Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: sweating, severe headache if thinking of the events.
0: I haven't had the headache. I do be sweaty, though.
1: Not keeping up with exercise, diet, safe sex, or regular health (laughs) care.
0: I mean, that's just what I do normally, but also... (laughs) Man, I have, I'm really behind on my safe sex. <laughs> yeah,
1: start. we only have dangerous sex.
0: Yeah, with with, with grenades. <laughs> <laughs> Where are they going? I'll never tell. I'll never tell. And
1: we're, we always do it above uh, alligator-infested moat.
0: Yes. Um, so. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I'm wondering about our segment. Should we move on, or, or do you have, do you think we've uh, we've uh, sufficiently talked about trauma responses? Do you do Is there more you want to? Um, well, I think
1: I think this was a good uh, like
0: intro part one.
1: Yeah, yeah. Base to make our talking points on, because like all all we can do is look at what smarter people have said and talk About how it relates to our lives
0: 100%. 100%. I think we did that. I think we did too. I think we did a really good job. Yeah, beat you doing a good job. You doing a good job. The last
1: one avoiding stuff. Uh, Mm. I do kind of like, unless they're like directly related to me, I do keep kids kind of at arm's length Mm -hmm. now. Um, yeah, I don't like. I don't really like being handed a baby, like I used to be.
0: I love. I love baby. Give me your babies. I will hold them.
1: I've been trying. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, Sorry. Uh, <laughs> She's fussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, but I I used to be like, because I was I've been an uncle for a little while now. Like, I I loved when. Harmony was a baby. Like, yeah, give me that baby. Um, yeah. I used to, <laughs> I used to be uh, very much on board with. And now, like, I don't know. I'm just very hesitant to to hold the baby. Um, yeah. Especially with, I don't know. There's, I have Xavier, who the only time I ever got to, to look at him was at his funeral. So that was.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. If you haven't seen a <laughs> an infant in a casket, let me tell you, it's some it's a trip. Yeah.
0: Um uh, I only see them in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Mine didn't even get casket. They got a porcelain casket. <laughs> That's what our kids got. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Too much. I'm sorry. Uh, um. <laughs> That's what happened, though.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I was having a thought, but never mind. <laughs>
0: Sorry, no, no, no. You you saw I, Xavier. I lost. You I saw lost Xavier it. in the casket. You said if you've never seen an c- uh, infant in a casket, it's a yeah. trip. Yeah. So like that makes it weird for you to hold babies.
1: Yeah. Um. I'm. I've kind of gotten over it a little bit, but I don't know. There's like, that's why I was kind of, and and I know that Xavier's death was not caused by anything I did. Yeah. Uh, like I feel bad for not being there for any of the less than a month of his life. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't, it's, it just brings up, a lot of feelings and like even with uh, our friends over, I'm not going to name names, but
0: uh, are, are, are our bar my friends. Yeah.
1: Uh, even with our new infant, um, very cute, uh, very squishable baby. Oh, he's so cute. But first time I met him, I was like, Oh, Hey, little dude, like not, like trying to feign excitement but and like i am excited for for any of you that are new parents having like little babies and stuff but i don't know it's like i've seen i've been to a funeral for one and then i've we've had five of ours not pan out so it's yeah uh
0: it's not the same experience that we've had so our experience is very it's easy to be jaded and bitter and
1: Yeah, Um, like there's detached. Yeah, there's definitely uh, some shades of I don't want to say jealousy, but like that kind of is what it is. Yeah. Um, Envy. Yeah, I feel that. Like (laughs) y'all got this, the the squishable part. Which I mean,
0: I mean you could reach in there and squish it if you really wanted. I'd invite you. I'd bring you in. <laughs> I was
1: like we just skipped straight to to eight year old, which is Yeah. It's in I don't know, it's Present rewarding course. and <laughs> yeah. We didn't have to change diapers, but Yeah. I don't know. It's is is different building this connection than with that, which Yeah. Again, back to the loss of hope for the future. I don't know if we're ever gonna have that, you know?
0: Mhm. I hope someday we do, but yeah. who knows? I gotta detach myself from the outcome; otherwise, I will spiral. Yeah. So, shall we? Uh, <laughs> shall we, Shall we make a make a hard left?
1: Yeah, hard left into. Who hurt you? Who hurt you? Who hurt you? Who
0: hurt you? Um, <clears throat> I have an idea for who hurt you this week. That is not an influencer per se, but a human I encountered in the wild. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Go for it. Okay, so one of the days this week, I had you pick up the child from school so I could go run some errands. Oh, um, okay, this one. And I had to go to the bank. I had to get a new debit card because mine has been lost for months. And I got a new phone, so I lost my Apple Pay, so I didn't have any way to get to my money.
1: And to be fair, <sighs> you were... that That previous card was not in the best condition anyway
0: it my wallet is like sandpaper somehow, I don't understand how it was like cracked, and like you could like it it had like two it was like the <laughs> the ink was coming off of it mm-hmm. it just was not, not yeah not in its best shape it's in yeah. better days, uh and I lost it in my house. it's here somewhere, where I don't know, I may never know, um, but I had to go to the bank to get a new debit card, and I went in it was like. Five o'clock on a Thursday or something. And the bank was full. Like it was pretty full. There were people waiting in line for the ATM. There was a woman, bigger woman. She was sitting at her desk. And then there was this man that had like a veteran's hat or whatever. And he, this old white guy, of course, was sitting with her and yelling at her. He was like, I need to pay my rent. I need to pay my rent. And like yelling at her and she's like, okay, sir. Like, okay, yeah, we'll do it. And she's wearing this very normal shirt. She's wearing a very normal um, shirt. She's a bigger woman. She has a larger chest. Uh, And so normal shirts on people with large chests can sometimes, you can see their body. Oh, no. (gasps) And he, so he is yelling at her about paying his rent. And he wants a check made out to the um, Church of the Latter-day Saints because he's paying his tithes. And um, she's, like, typing away on her computer, doing what she needs to do to get this man what he's screaming at her about. And he says, can I say something to you? And I don't think you're going to like it. She was like, okay. And he said, can you zip up your jacket, please? And she said, no, actually, I can't. It's busted. And she, like, lifted up the zipper. And he said, I am a deeply religious man, and I don't like looking at women's cleavage. And I just watched her face, like, just, like, she was like, "What the fuck?" But she handled it so well, and she hiked her shirt all the way up to her chin, to appease this fucking asshole.
1: Yeah, that's crazy.
0: <sighs> I couldn't believe it, and I, I just was like, "Pray about it. Pray about it, brother."
1: Yeah, there's a um. Just claw your own eyes out if you're.
0: That's what the Bible says.
1: Yeah, right? exactly. There's a
0: there's a verse in there. Yeah, and look, nothing wrong with being religious. Totally cool. Um, but if someone's body existing makes you that uncomfortable fucking don't leave your house go through the drive through yeah find an e-bank use your debit card come on bro get a checkbook (laughs) there's so many solutions that are not humiliating this poor woman and let me tell you nobody else in this bank gave a shit about this woman's cleavage until he brought it up yeah he's like I'm like I would literally have been like don't look (laughs) then don't look uh, I would have kicked him out of the bank. I probably would have gotten fired. And I was shocked that she stayed so patient with him. And then I went and I was like getting helped. And um, I I was like overhearing more. Um, and by the end he was like, I really like you. I really like you. You're not all offended like everyone else. You're like, you're like really. And I'm like, oh, I fucking hate this guy.
1: Yeah. Any, most people who complain about no. people. Copper, shut up. Most people who complain about people getting offended too easily are the ones are the ones who get offended by cleavage.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um so who hurt him? The church. (laughs) Yeah. Church of the Latter-day Saints. Clearly. But 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 to the point where you are in public telling a woman that you're looking at her boobs, like that feels creepier or worse to me than like being butt ass naked in the street.
1: I feel like being badass naked in the bank too though would have been
0: worse. <laughs> That's I would have, I would have whipped a titty out. That's what I would have done. I would have whipped one out, knocked him out with it.
1: I don't know if there was there would be room in the in the bank for you to. Do
0: <laughs> you <laughs> remember that time we parked at Nate Jackson Super Funny Comedy Club? There was nobody in the parking lot. He <laughs> he parks, and there's like probably fifty parking spots to my right outside my door. and he goes, "You got room over there?" I'm. Stir.
1: You know what I meant I, I meant exactly did i meant. I meant did I park well is are we in the lines? like if there were a car in the next parking spot, would you have had room to get out?
0: Yeah, anyways, um, because so
1: there is a real <laughs> possibility that another car is going to park there, and by the time we have to leave, will you have room to get back into the car?
0: Yeah, that's true. That's what I, um,
1: that doesn't r- quite roll off the tongue, does it?
0: <laughs> no, it doesn't. Uh, we got a lady sighting here. Oh my goodness. Good girl. Um, uh, so who do we think hurt this man?
1: Um, well, you said he had a veteran hat on. Yeah. So this country for sure. Yeah. True. Uh, probably abused as a kid cuz that's that generation of uh they called it discipline now it's abuse. Yeah. I mean uh, it was always probably was always abuse but they just called it different.
0: Yeah. He also was writing a uh, getting a cashier's check to pay his rent. So at his age he still is renting. Um so, yeah, so there's probably country, a kiss of poverty in there.
1: Yeah. Well yeah, this country we, not to get political, but my wiener goes left.
0: <laughs> Sorry.
1: Um, we talk all this big talk at, as a country about, like, pr- about taking care of our our veterans and stuff. But then once they're not going over there to fight anymore, it's just like, okay, good luck out there, bud.
0: Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. I've also heard stories of people who like were spies. I'm not going to say who or where it came from, but they were like spies and the um, government didn't want to give them their VA benefits because they couldn't prove that they were um, in Vietnam because they were spies. So That's like wild. it wasn't like yeah crazy. So they had to like bend over backwards to get the people who put them in a situation where they're needing this health care to cover the health care that they need. Yeah. Infuriating.
1: Yeah. And uh, the government... Kind of has a way of doing all these mental gymnastics to make themselves not culpable, but make make all of the the guilt and the money fall onto the people who don't have much of it. So Yeah. Anyway.
0: Snaps for you.
1: I worded that sloppily, but y'all know what I meant.
0: um you got any hot goss
1: hot goss hot goss buns (laughs) ryan gosling has some sweet buns just kidding um you don't think so i've actually never taken a good look at his butt i just
0: just i don't find him attractive ryan gosling yeah
1: um not even in la la land no playing that jazz piano Nah. We are very late on movies and stuff, so we just recently watched La La Land. Yeah. Um, hmm.
0: <laughs>
1: Maybe we should watch the the Barbie movie?
0: Yeah. Really that... It's on uh it's on uh Paramount, I think we have that. Or it's on HBO. And I have I have someone's password for that. So <laughs> oh, you, okay. Yeah. Shout out to my coworker.
1: Yeah, I uh, I asked one of my friends about uh, a Max password, um, but he said he already shares it with a bunch of people. So
0: rude. Yeah. Well, I got one. So. All right. If anyone is interested in <laughs> signing <laughs> into HBO Max, the the email is Tyson. <laughs> I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> Jesus. That
0: is his name. Um.
1: <laughs> you name dropping now?
0: Well, it's it's my. My coworkers, whose account I'm using, it's her partner's email because it's. It. Anyways, we're getting in the weeds. Okay. In the weeds. Um,
1: uh, Goss. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I'm, I'm. I need to stop minding my own business. I guess cause you
0: really like, do. I have some really hot gossip.
1: But like, it's. I don't know. It might be a an ethnic thing minding your own business
0: yeah yeah i think so too
1: because like i don't know it's a back and forth between like community building community and being part of the community Mm -hmm. and minding your own business yeah i tend to lean more towards the mind my own business because i lord knows i have my own shit going on in my brain
0: truly truly um I have some really hot gossip, but I don't think I have consent to share it on the pod, so uh, I will not. Yeah. Um, but I have some secondary hot gossip about my dear friend, Jackie turgeson <laughs> Oh, let me check the camera. Um, Jackie turgeson is currently competing in the Seattle International Comedy Competition. Woo-woo! Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and she's killing it. She is killing it. She is doing the competition. Um, I've done it twice, and both times I did it, I did not place at all. My only goal (laughs) the second time I did it was to get in the top five one night. That's all I wanted. And I did worse the second time. So (laughs) It was harder. It was a harder competition the second time. Um, I was in the second week, so it was a lot of -of out-of-town people. A lot of the judges had seen my sets. I could make excuses all day. Um, It didn't go well for me. And so... My uh, our friend and co-producer Jackie Turgeson, got fifth place, fourth place, a tie for fourth place on night one, and last night she got third place. Woo woo! It yeah. was it was announced that um, that uh, uh, Luke Severide got third and Jackie got fourth, but after the scores came out, Jackie actually got third and Luke was tied for fourth or fifth or something like that. Mm. So very exciting for my friend Jackie. <laughs> I am thrilled and I also feel like with the competitions like that um because she's in it I'm like I get I get a little uh inside scoop yeah get the she's uh sounds like she's doing
1: well um that competition can really be a test on your your mental game yeah from what I've heard
0: uh I was crying in the Woodby Island parking lot when I did it so <laughs> uh
1: yeah maybe I'll do it next year but i've said that for like four years in a row now like maybe i'll do it next year there was even a couple where i said i'll definitely do it next year but then i didn't so never done it um i don't
0: know yeah i think it's a it's a good time um the first time don't you all you need to do is get the credit as a Seattle comedian, you gotta get the credit. You gotta say I was in the Seattle International Comedy Competition. It sounds fancy anywhere you go. It doesn't matter if you make it past your prelims. It doesn't if you can say semi finalist, finalist, that's cool too. But just saying that I was in the Seattle International Comedy Competition, everyone's like, international. That just means like there's one guy from Canada. That <laughs> uh
1: Lithuania too, right? That one guy? Estonia. Estonia.
0: Ari Maddie, last year, the winner. Yeah. Um, I, I do have, let me say, I do have a track record of carpooling <laughs> with the finalists in this competition. Uh, mm-hmm. Because when Adam Posse did it, I think Adam got second to Nancy Norton. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how it should be. Uh <laughs> He got second to Nancy Norton and I, he stayed with us. So I drove him the whole time and I was like, well, I'm glad you're doing well. <laughs> and then with Ari Matty, I was driving him or I was his carpool too. So I was picking him up every night and driving him to the shows. And um, then he won it. So yeah, <laughs> I'm like a good luck charm for everyone but myself. Mm-hmm. So Jackie, that's why you're doing so well. You're welcome.
1: Why did, what was that?
0: Wax on, wax off. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Well, Shall we wrap it up?
1: Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Okay. Okay. We do the thing?
0: Yeah. Do you want to start this time?
1: Okay. Um, first word that comes to mind that starts with the letter W. Have we done W before? No. Okay. W. Oh. One, two, three.
0: Wacky Women. Oh. Ooh. Wacky women. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh
1: boy, there
0: this is opportunity to here. be
1: misogynistic.
0: Yep, let's do it. <laughs> okay.
1: Is it just one word?
0: Right. One word that connects wacky and women. Ooh. Okay. <clears throat> Are you ready? Mm-hmm. One, two, two three. three. Menopause. Titties. Oh. Oh. <laughs> titties and menopause. Okay. One, two. two Three saggy. Saggy. (laughs) Oh, that's unfortunate. (laughs) (laughs) So sorry, told my saggy titty baby something. Can
1: I tell you the, um, the thought process on you saying wacky? Yeah. Uh, because it was wacky and titties, right? Mm -hmm. We. My thought process was when you fall asleep and. The, what happens with your, your titties? They all they go wacky.
0: Ah, uh, I, I see. Yeah. Yeah, because they do they do be flapping around. Yeah. I'll wake up. It's fully out of the shirt. It's in the bathroom. My titties in the bathroom. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, come on, back with the class. <laughs> uh, anyways, that's our episode. We will see you next week. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much. Love you. Bye. I love you, I love you so much, I hope you never change. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs> oh no, it's done.